This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Hello there and welcome into the Daily Score. I am your host, Mark Grody. Headline today, Caleb Williams has entered the NFL draft. Yes, the projected number one pick, the quarterback out of USC, will be there to be selected. Of course, the Bears have the number one overall pick. Moreover, Caleb Williams posted something on his Instagram, which I found interesting. This is what he says word for word in leading up to the announcement that he is entering the NFL draft. Again, this is from the Instagram post or page of Caleb Williams. Since I was 10, all I ever wanted to do was play football. From the 5.30 breakfast club workouts to the long nights watching film, through every win and through every hard loss, my love and passion for the game never wavered. The gratitude I feel for the opportunity to play this game grows every day. But the journey would be empty without the people who have supported it and loved me. To my teammates, my brothers, these last few years have been the most fun I've had playing the game. I will forever cherish the time we spent together. To my USC coaches and everyone else in the USC football ecosystem, thank you for your unmatched support and commitment to helping me and the entire team to be the best uh, we could be. To my family, friends, and mentors, your love, your guidance, and your willingness to push me to reach my potential, not only as a football player, but as a man, has led me to this day, and I am eternally thankful to each of you. I want to thank Sooner Nation for embracing a kid who came to you from Washington, D.C. I cherish my time at OU. To my Trojan family, it's been an honor putting on the Cardinal and Gold these last two years. I hope I gave you as many good memories as you have given to me. No matter what lies ahead, I will fight on forever and rep horns down for life. Here's the last paragraph, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this is Caleb Williams on Instagram declaring for the NFL draft, which you will eventually hear him do. So going on, I still have a lot to learn, and I'm ready to do whatever it takes. As a kid, I said this is what I was going to do for the rest of my life, but I didn't work this hard to reach this point. I will continue my journey to make that little kid proud of the man I will be for many years to come. I'm excited for the future, and I'm officially declaring for the NFL draft. Yay! Caleb Williams is officially declaring for the NFL draft. So if that's the direction the Bears end up going, at least he will be there for the taking. No funny stuff is... um, you know, some indications were starting to lead us to potentially believe, but he is uh, going to go to the NFL draft. So that is a that is a good thing, and we don't have to read into the mishmash. Um, I will say this, that I did notice on that Instagram post, Justin feels liked it. <laughs> so, so now we've got it on the other side. Fields actually liked it, and I checked it. It was definitely Justin Fields or just another Justin Fields with a million followers. So... Um, feel free to read into that however you would like. Let's 
talk a little bit about the draft and one of the guys that I follow and is one of the best in the business in terms of being a draft analyst is Dane Brugler of The Athletic, who was a guest on the Molly and Haw show being manned today by Gabe Ramirez and Marshall Harris. Let's first start with a fun exercise and the question that those guys asked Dane Brugler, draft analyst for The Athletic, is where would Justin Fields fit in this 2024 draft with all the talent that exists? Into this draft class. Let's just you know okay. say the, the Justin Fields that we know, uh, that we've seen the last three years, let's put him in this draft uh, with – the uh, you know we, we have to keep in keep in mind that he won't be on a he'll be on a rookie contract but only for another year and then you know the fifth year option they need to consider extending him so that's that's part of Justin Fields and with that attached to him uh, that that's where it makes it a little bit complicated because I've always said with the with the Bears and the number one overall pick it's not just a football decision this is a financial decision um, you know it's about uh, resetting the quarterback clock and with Justin Fields it's it's not quite that easy so. My thing with, with Fields has always been just, you know, just got to get him at Ohio State uh, through the draft process and now in the NFL. Um, it's just things are too methodical. Um, yeah, he's gotten better in some areas, but especially from the pocket. For a guy that's a 4-4 athlete, uh, things are just way too methodical in the pocket and with some of the decision-making. And I, it's just – it's. He has not taken the steps as a passer that convinces me, okay, yeah, this guy is worth a $100 million contract, and I'm, I'm willing to trade the number one overall pick to, uh, you know, to bet on fields and bet on a $100 million contract. So I, I still think that I, I, even though fields has made progressions and has showed the improvements that gives you optimism, if I'm Ryan Poles, I'm loving that because it helps his trade value. And I have a chance to – uh, get something of value, multiple day two picks. Um, but, you know, there's a reason that there's not a team uh, in the top 10 willing to trade a top 10 pick for Justin Fields because, you know, again, it's it, some of the question marks on the field, but it, the fact that you do have to pay him uh, coming up here pretty soon. So with all those things, with factors considered, uh, you know, it, it does make it for a, a complicated situation. And But if you're the Bears, I think that's why it's just it's time to move on. It's a chance for Fields to, uh, you know, get a, a new situation, uh, you know, new – uh, new expectations from a different fan base and just kind of, and if it works out great, it doesn't mean the bears made the wrong decision. It, it's just that maybe a clean break is what's best for everybody. Marshall, I heard Justin's the fourth, maybe fifth best quarterback in this draft. I mean, that's what I heard. It's debatable, right? right. I mean, it's it, quarterbacks. I think, you know, fans think that with quarterbacks in the draft, there's this consensus board that all teams are using. It, it's it, that, That's just not, not true. I mean, it, Every quarterback board looks different, especially, you know, that Justin Fields draft. Uh, I know some teams like Zach Wilson over uh, Trevor Lawrence at number one. You know, everyone, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and especially a true quarterback. So it's just, it's different from team to team. And when you look at this quarterback class with Caleb Williams, Drake May at the top, um, and, and then that's where most teams have those two guys in different order, but those two players at the top. And then it becomes a little bit of a, okay, who's quarterback three? Is it Jaden Daniels from LSU? Where does JJ McCarthy, 27 and one as a, as a starter coming off a national title run, where does he fit in? Is he quarterback three, quarterback four? Uh, you know, Michael Penix, Bo Nix. So yeah, it's a really interesting quarterback class. And that makes the, the field conversation even more interesting. Yeah. I mean, look, one of those guys 
is that he was just mentioned that Dane Brugler from the athletic, one of those other guys going to be good too. You know what I mean? Somebody is going to be a dud in there and somebody else is going to be really good. Well, you know, Caleb Williams, Drake may Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix, Jr. JJ McCarthy, all those guys. And you know, it's up to these GMs to do the, the proper projecting. Another thing I like that Dane said that is that if they do trade Justin Fields, new team, new expectations. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe that's what it's going to take to unlock Justin Fields in terms of all the things that we want to see from him that that we haven't seen from him yet. But, of course, the expectations have been at a 10 since the day that Justin Fields walked in the door for the, the Chicago Bears. One other cut from Dane Brugler. Let's listen to him talk about how many blue-chip players there are actually in this entire draft. It's a good year for blue chip players, and, and that's not always the case. You know, like two years ago when uh, Trevon Walker went number one overall, like that was a year that didn't have a ton of blue chip players. Uh, this year, I, I do think we have quite a few. I, I think I probably have seven. Um, talking about Caleb Williams and Drake May at the top, the two quarterbacks, um, the three receivers, Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, uh, Roma Dunze, uh, so Brooke uh, Bowers in there. And then, uh, you know, really the two tackles, Joe Alt, Olu Foshinu. So what is that, eight eight players that yeah. I think are, are true blue chippers? Um, and, you know, I know the Bears are uh, picking <laughs> Number nine. nine right now, of course. But you know what? <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll see. There, there there might be a quarterback that goes, you know, Jaden Daniels could absolutely sneak into that top uh, top eight picks, and that'll push another player down to you. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, they, the receivers will be really interesting. Will the three go in the top eight? Or will one of those three receivers that I just mentioned, would they be available to Chicago at nine? I, I think if, if one of those receivers is available, that would make a ton of sense to pair a rookie quarterback with one of these really talented receivers. I mean, obviously, Marvin Harrison Jr., everybody knows about. He's not going to be there at nine. Um, but Malik Neighbors, I don't think there's a huge gap between Harrison and Neighbors. Neighbors just doesn't have any weaknesses. He really doesn't. He's not the biggest guy, but he's certainly big enough. He's explosive makes plays after the catch, wins at the catch point. Uh, you really see his seven-on-seven background uh, on his tape with the way he plays. It's really impressive. And then Roma Dunze, the way he plays through contact, the way he can get open, very quarterback-friendly. Um, and so I, I think any of those three options would be awesome for the Bears at nine if they get there. I think that will be a big question mark that we talk about throughout the process. Will any of those three receivers make it all the way to nine I, I would say it's probably 50-50 chance. I think there's a good chance all three are gone, uh, but there's at least a you know a chance that uh, one of them could still be available. Mm, yeah, to be I mean that'd be an ideal draft if the Bears were to grab Caleb Williams at number one overall, and then have one of those wide receivers sitting there at nine. But we're not even close to that yet because we still don't know exactly what the Bears are going to do. But we do know that Caleb Williams will be available in the 2024 NFL Draft. That's it for the Daily Score today. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody. I will talk to you tomorrow.